Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Subject to Change is here, and it's a great one. We're going to bring on Kyrie Walker later in the show, so make sure you stay tuned for all that. But other than that, NBA playoffs is crazy. Michael Jordan's taking over any sport he feels like at this point. And Mikey Williams decided to jump across the country, and he's transferring in high school, which I've never even heard that term used in high school. I think it's just called moving, but we're going to talk about it anyways. That and a whole bunch of other stuff. Let's do this. Tom, are you are you here today? No. Are you locked in? Yes. I am very hyped for today. There's a ton of stuff. We have our first guest. I can't wait, but let's start with Mikey. Do you know everything he did? So Mikey Williams, this past season, he was a freshman, all right? Played at San Ysidro High School. Everyone else went to other schools. People were at Sierra Canyon. People go to Oak Hill. He stayed at his hometown school, San Ysidro, for his freshman year of high school. And, like, legit, like, when I went back and looked at it, he might have had the best freshman year high school basketball ever. And we can run through all the things he did. But now he's going across the country for his sophomore season. He's 16 years old, number one or two ranked player in his class. He's going to go across the country. He's going to play at Lake Norman Christian High School, which is a school I'd never heard of. And it's like Huntsville, North Carolina, which is right by Charlotte. Uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but what, are your, what were your first thoughts when you saw that he was transferring? And how did you find out? My first thoughts were, since when do we equate transferring in high school? Like, you transfer in college, but you, he, he's just moving. He's just moving. That's that's what it is. You're not transferring. They didn't recruit him, hopefully. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I, I saw it, and I, you know, thought, who knows, must be a good move, and they probably talked through it. But then I saw, like, a picture, and I don't know if it's real or fake, uh, but I saw a picture of his soon-to-be team, and they looked like – if you cloned like eight of me and you and just threw them together and they're like, all right, Mikey, win us a, win us a national championship or whatever, Geico, whatever. Did you see that picture? I haven't seen the picture yet, but, he, but here is the tough thing. And, and people are, are unfairly judging him for, for leaving. And I agree. It is well, usually when people change high schools, they go to like a big prep school, right? So you go from your hometown school, to like an IMG or do an Oak Hill. He's kind of going to a school that, it's it's unclear like what their level is exactly, but I assume that it's going to be better competition. But the thing that stinks and that the people aren't understanding is like he was built. They were building like an insane team at San Ysidro, which was his high school in, in Southern California. They had brought in Bryce Griggs, who's one of the best point guards in the upcoming incoming junior class. Um, they had gotten a few other recruits, but like they just might not have basketball in California this year, like because of COVID. Like there's no. People just don't know. So I, I think that's why he did it. I haven't seen the picture, um, but I, is West Virginia I, I, near I North Carolina? Confirm, I cannot confirm that that picture is real or if somebody, if there's a little Tom running around, like I know it will get a lot of traction is if I put out, this is Mikey's new team. I saw a video. Bro, I did get, I got three DMs in the span of 30 seconds, basically right when I posted it. And it was like, yo, do you need someone to film his games in North Carolina? And it was like high school kids, they're a hype. So. Um, people, people in Lake Norman Christian High School are very excited to get Mikey Williams in the building. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been the biggest deal high school basketball. I mean outside of Bronny, I saw a comparison to who had a better freshman year. You think Mikey? Think Mikey? Do you know all the things Mikey did as a freshman? I don't. No, let me run it down for you. Tell me. Let me run it down for you. Bronny was amazing. He he was at Sierra Canyon. They were one of the best teams in the country. Um, I, I they had some really big wins. It was cool. But, but here's what Mikey did as just a 15-year-old freshman, okay? He, he averaged 30 a game, which is like, okay, whatever. What was, what's the most you averaged in a season in high school? 26. Okay. So Mikey averaged 30 a game. He scored almost 1,000 points in one season. This is in high school. Ridiculous. But, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
You, how, how many points did you finish with? Did you hit 2,000? You did, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's insane. Are we just comparing Jordan to Mikey Williams now? <laughs> well, I mean, I just wanted to give the listeners something to compare it to. Like, Jordan was a top high school kid, and I just want to show how great Mikey was. Um, but anyways, Jordan, he, he had three games. He played similar competition, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, Wisconsin, really killer basketball. Don't make me start going down the damn list. Myself. Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, uh, 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 Jalen Johnson, uh, uh, Sam Decker, who I love, and he just released something about tripping in Madison Square Garden hitting the ball off his face. But anyways, Wisconsin basketball, we're not going to go there. Go ahead, continue your Mikey track. Okay, that's right, that's right. He had three games with over 50 points, which is just insane. Um, one of them was in front of D. Wade, and, and Brownie played right after him. They scored 50 in front of D. Wade. Uh, and then he scored 77 points in one game as a freshman in high school. What I get that's like think about how short a, a game is. It's thirty-two minutes. It's eight-minute quarters, and it's like the other. I don't even know if there's a shot clock in California, but like he scored seventy-seven. Yeah, no, that that's ridiculous. Trust me, the kid, the kid is unbelievable. I'm excited to see what he does out there in Lake Norman. Um, but I I am interested to see like how much of a culture shift happens because this Lake Norman Christian School is about to just like like you said. I mean, he just set fire to that whole community because there's going to be people at the gate. There's going to be packed in. I don't even know if they're going to, like, I think you got to throw COVID out the window at this point and just let people watch my I don't think they believe in it down there. Yeah, I mean, the further south, did you see the Cowboys game? They had 21,000 people in attendance. Texas, I might just pick up my stuff right now, play at West Virginia, but live in Texas because they're doing something down there. They just – Hey, whatever happens, happens. No, I'm excited for the Mikey stuff because e- even in Southern California, he's one of the best players. Like, they didn't get that many people at their games. They had some games that where they went more north towards, like, L.A. where a lot of people came. But right. his high school was on the border. So, like, they just didn't get that, like, huge crowd. I think in North Carolina, like, I'm just, like, I'm just anticipating, like, the games to be, like, Zion style where it's, like, you got to get there three hours early and, yeah. and really do it. So, yeah, it'll be different. He was like, you know, his like group was like the Border Boys. Those are like all of his friends that he grew up with. He like has six one nine, which is his area code, like in all of his usernames and stuff, and in his bio. So he, he's making a big change. That like he, people think, like, oh, it's Mike Williams, the best basketball player ever. Like, he's still only sixteen years old, and he's gonna have to move and like change things. So, imagine it's hard. Just, just imagine, imagine that you are a young Tom because there is a young Tom in that conference of Lake Norman Christian who woke up and all his buddies were like, yo, you got to guard Mikey Williams next year. Good luck, pal. I'll be there recording everything that happens. That would be brutal. Bro, you remember the, you remember the video of Zion when the little, the little kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's clapping. That's literally me and kind of you. Let's be real here. All right. Let's, I want to figure out where that kid is. That's a whole nother. Let's table that. I want to find out where that let's kid is. Let's get him on the pod. He's doing big things somewhere. I guarantee it. Just pesky. I need somewhere. him on the pod. Yeah. So Mikey, Mikey's going out to Lake Norman. That's great. Let's talk what's going on basketball right now with just a little bit of the playoffs. I want to just talk about Gordon Hayward, the addition to the Celtics, and him and his mustache and the awkwardly long shorts that he still like he hasn't understood that we're shifting into back to short shorts. Nobody told Gordon. He's been too busy playing video games. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but 
he's the reason that I do think Celtics take a 2-2 tie and then end up taking the series. I don't know how you feel about that, but I feel like this shift in momentum in that series out east. I like Hayward a lot. I think I think it's a big deal. The the thing for me though is like I, I think that would shake a lot of teams. I just think that Jimmy Butler like is different. Like I think I think this Heat team. People are saying that you know they I think they've they've only lost two games in the playoffs now. So like how will they react? I I just think that they come back a little bit harder. And I don't know. I think that they they need to hit shots. Like it's very dependent on Duncan and Tyler hitting a lot of their shots because I think Jimmy and Bam will do their things, but they're yeah. gonna need to be able to score more. Against yeah. the Celtics now, they have like their three-headed monster, really, or four four-headed monster, I guess, with Kemba, Jalen Brown, Tatum, and uh, and Hayward. But I don't know. I, I just I think this Heat team, like one loss, doesn't stop the fact that they've been the hottest team in the playoffs, and they're just playing like a different level of basketball. But yeah, I, I, I do think the Celtics probably tied up tonight, though. Like I, I think I just think it goes seven. Like I just think it's a seven game. It's one of those series. This 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 series right here. Let's be honest, this is our pseudo like game seven type finals atmosphere because I don't think we're going to get that in the finals finals because whoever's got to go up against the Lakers, matchup nightmare all over the board. You got young young guys out east. I don't see that going more than six games max. I don't, I don't, it might be five or even a sweep in four, but we'll talk, we'll talk with Kyrie a little bit more about that when he jumps on. Let's move over to that Nuggets game. Nuggets take a game. Right, and they're going to be playing again tonight. Do you see the Nuggets taking another one or no? I think I really, I really want them to. Like, yeah. I'm really rooting for them. Not because I want the Lakers to win. I want LeBron to win. But like, I just want it to be competitive. I don't know, man. I just look at AD, and I just feel like LeBron really hasn't even had done his thing yet in this series. Like, he's bound to have one of those insane games, and like, it's going to happen sooner or later. So. Nuggets are awesome. I just don't think they really have a chance. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. If it does go crunch time again in this Nuggets versus Lakers game, the last thing I need to see, because I'll hear about it on first take ESPN the next morning, Skip will be tweeting, is LeBron. When it's crunch time, now Anthony Davis saved his ass for sure on the shot. But if you rewind that possession, he kicked it to Caldwell Pope. And now, look, he's in the league and everything. But if it's LeBron or Caldwell Pope, LeBron, Shoot a turnaround 40-footer, please. Do not pass the ball. I'm tired of seeing LeBron passing the ball when it comes down to crunch time because he doesn't need that in his life. Just just finish it. It's like a dude playing with his food. It's like, yo, just do your thing. Kill these guys and move on. Don't pass it to KCP and see what the hell happens. You know what I mean? I just – I don't want to see it. I, I don't want to see that conversation happen again. I don't know. Damn, I never thought I'd be hosting a podcast with the spawn of – Skip Bayless. You're basically his son with that take there. It's actually my uncle. I could call him right now. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, though. And I still want to hear people talk about it. That's why I like root for him to shoot it, honestly. I'm cool with LeBron shooting every time he touches the ball. Every single time. Every single time. It's like playing like your uncle at a cookout when you're 12 and he just keeps bullying you to the basket. Right? You just do that. It's fine. I, if you're the most dominant player, be the most dominant player. That's what I think. I don't know. I, I, one, one more thing on that series. I saw a TikTok today. It was like, People love Jamal Murray right now, but they forget that he'll just be an average player next year. Like Bugging. Whoever tweeted that. He's just good now, right? Like he's good forever now. Yes. Oh my God. Jamal Murray is a certified bucket. And you yeah. know, 
him and everything that happened with his, you know, girl. He's playing. He's hooping. I don't know if it's if it, we should give her some credit, but she's hooping. And I'm so happy to see it because those Kentucky boys putting on right now. There's everywhere you look in the in the playoffs, Kentucky, Tyler, Bam, Anthony Davis, Jamal Murray. This is what me and a me and a teammate had this conversation uh, last week or a couple of days ago, whatever. We uh, we were trying to compare what Kentucky is, and now I was talking to a country boy, and he was like, "It's a game farm." So I don't know if you even know what a game farm is because you're in New York City, and you know, no idea. You're just a yuppie like that. Oh. The the people from Wisconsin, my my loyal Wisconsin listeners, who by the way have given great feedback on the show, and I love you and appreciate you. Uh, but if you know what a game farm is, that's what Kentucky is. They bring in uh, at a game farm these deer, and they just shoot them full of like. I'm not saying there's PEDs going on at Kentucky, but that's what they do at a game farm. And they get these gigantic bucks, right? And they just see how big they can get them. Like, let's see how high Cal Party's just like, I'm going to take this kid and see if I can turn him into a second-round pick and, you know, transform him into a lotto. That's what they do. And it's unreal watching the playoffs, how much Kentucky's running around out there. Yeah, no, that, that's – when you start to look backwards, you're like, oh, they haven't won a championship since AD's year. But then you start to really go through and you're like, they just have countless studs. Like, it's it makes sense. Yeah, it's unreal. It is really – it's crazy. And I'm you ever like, get recruited by – do you ever talk to Cal when doing your recruitment or anything? No, I never got recruited by Kentucky. I, they, they didn't start recruiting Ty until he decommitted his – going into his senior year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they'll jump in late on a couple of guys. They're either like a really early or really late. Like I'm sure Mikey's getting calls right now from Calipari. It's like one of those things, either really early or they'll try to grab like a late gem, which was what they got in Tyler. But no, I didn't get, yeah. a, a, you know, a lot of talk from that. But if I'm one of those kids who like Ty, Tyler, for instance, right? Like the second I get called from Kentucky, like I'm going. Because it's like, if you're good, you're going to the NBA. Or at least you're getting the prep for the NBA. Huge, huge risk. I was talking, you know, because people bring up Tyler and all this stuff going on right now to me. And anytime I have this conversation is Tyler's got a set on him because for you to go into Kentucky at his position, Kentucky generally doesn't have just pure knockdown shooters, which coming out of high school is what they wanted him for. If you don't, you, you get one year at Kentucky. And I, you know, you, you see it all the time. Look at Kyle Wiltshire. That's who I compared, you know, Tyler's situation to. If it doesn't go perfect that Kentucky year one, see ya. Otherwise, you get buried yeah. by five more five stars coming in that are going to try to do the same thing. It's a like I said, it's a game farm. You got to get big and get out. That's what it is. Yeah, I think Memphis is trying to like copy that part. I think that's like the different. Duke gets like a few guys every year, where like it feels like Kentucky and now Memphis get like seven or eight guys. So you better come in and be sick, because or else like you're like you said, like you're kind of done. Yeah, a lot of ways to compete in college basketball and a lot of different avenues that have been successful. Look at Tony Bennett compared to Calipari. Way different styles of doing just everything, but there's a lot of different ways to win. Let's talk I, – I, I wanted to ask you this. Somebody brought this up. Would you take Tyler Hero right now, if you had to build a franchise, or Zion, and if I put them up, two completely different players, who and why would you pick to build a franchise around? All right, so it's a lot closer than people think. Everyone's going to say, like, Zion immediately, number one pick, um, you know, animal, like, played an insane year, scored so many points. But there's something about Tyler in the way he plays 
that like works in the NBA right now. So I, I take Zion, but like I don't think it's that far apart. I think it's closer than people think. Who, who are you starting with? I'm gonna start with Tyler, and here's why. Tyler, I think is. I worry with Zion just because, yeah, he, his upside is LeBron-esque for sure. You know, his development in the next three years tells you where he's going to end up. But the thing with Tyler is I look at what the Warriors did and how the game has changed and so reliant on the three-point shot. You take Tyler and you use him as your Clay Thompson type guy, and then you build around that. I think Clay Thompson is so pivotal, and without Clay Thompson – they don't have as many rings or maybe none. And I could be crazy for saying that, but he understands his role as Tyler does, but is liable to go for 30, 40 a night. I, I mean, he can do it at any, at any time. So I take Tyler and then I try to get maybe not a Zion guy like Zion specifically, but I, I fill in that athleticism role. Draymond Green filled that role for them. And he's not like a Supreme athlete by any means, but he just was a hard nosed guy. So this day and age in the NBA, maybe I have no shot at being a GM down the road, but I'm taking I'm taking my boy. Yo, guys, Tom here. I know what I said last night. I know I picked Zion over Tyler, but after the game, me and Jordan had to link back up and revisit that combo. Here's what we had to say. 37 points, six boards, three assists, and one turnover. And he's 20 years old. I feel like I'm constantly saying this man's name. Tyler Hero is a absolute bucket. Tom, I know you watched the game last night. Tell me what you thought. Oh man, it was it was awesome though to see. Like he's been doing really well, right? We've all been watching him. It's been really cool. But he just he started making shots in the first half, and you're like, oh, he's not missing. I think he started like five or six or something, and he like wasn't missing. He was confident. He was taking like every shot he had, and just to see other reactions from other people on the internet, like people that hadn't really watched him play, um, people that he grew up with. Like I saw like Tristan Jazz was posting about him. I got another kid from Wisconsin. Uh, it, it was really cool. I just, it was like his night. Um, and I just, honestly, I was wondering how you felt about it, like being his boy and like seeing him, you know, he's been playing great, but now to go to a whole nother level for this game. Yeah, no, Tyler, Tyler took a huge step last night in dropping 37, but, I saw a tweet from Dwayne Wade, and it was like the best part about Tyler Hero is this isn't him having a hot game. This is how he plays every single game. And uh, I think it was Van Gundy was announcing last night, I believe. Uh, and he was, was – is that right, Van Gundy? Yeah, Mark yeah, Jackson. He was super, super high on Tyler all, all night long. Um, and he was saying, you know, Tyler's not just a good young player. This was when he had like 11 points, you know, starting off. He started off hot. Van Gundy goes, he's not a good – young player he's just a damn good player like period so it didn't matter the fact that he was 20 Van Gundy wanted to move away from that because sometimes young players get a nod for okay yeah they had a solid game they did some iffy things but they'll learn Tyler wasn't doing those iffy things Tyler plays his game every single time the same way he does and it's really really fun to watch I mean I couldn't get away from it last night it was Twitter Tyler Hero my TV's playing it and I'm hearing you know, long three from Hero puts it in. I watched Twitch. I'm watching Faze Swag last night. And the whole chat room is Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero. I'm like, God. I mean, it, it was really fun to see growing up and having a, a friend like Tyler do what he did last night. Man, unbelievable. And then this morning, my favorite thing is, is there's a picture Miami Heat posted on their Instagram. And it's like a slide of all Tyler Hero. The last one is a picture of him holding up a bucket 
at some autograph signing when he first signed with the Heat, and he signed an actual, like, white, pale bucket, whatever. And it, yeah. I think the picture is just hilarious, and it's my boy, so I can clown. He looks like, you know when you get that Christmas present from, like, the weird aunt and uncle, and you don't really like yeah. the gift, but your mom's like, okay, hold <laughs> it up. We're, taking, we're, we're, holding, we're taking pictures of all your gifts. Hold it up and smile. That's exactly what he looks like in that picture. But, man, last night was something, something different. The pictures and videos that come out of him, like, every time he has a great game, like, the one of him rapping in the car, you got, like, the one of him when he's a little kid, like, they're all hilarious, because I think people are just so surprised. Yeah, Durag, I think people are so surprised that he just crushes it. Uh, He broke D-Wade's scoring record, like you mentioned. I think people are going to wake up today and be so surprised, right, and, like, talk about, like, oh, where'd this kid come from? I didn't know anything about him, but you've said it a million times, and, and I've started thinking, too, it's just, like, it wasn't that surprising last night. Like, it was cool. It was really fun. But I wasn't like, oh, I never, ever thought he could do this. Like, this is no, insane. He made, it, he made it look so easy. He made it look so damn easy. He made it look as easy as when I went down to Miami and we – all the gyms were closed during quarantine. I, I went down there just to kick it with him. I had some time that I normally don't have. His season was on pause. And Jimmy Butler sent the whole team these, uh, like, set-up driveway basketball hoops to make sure they're getting shots up during quarantine, which, side note, coolest thing an NBA dude can do, like talk about leader and all that stuff. I love that. But he sets it up in his driveway. Now, Tyler has now traversed this whole, like, uh, middle class having just a normal driveway to where he's got the driveway with the freaking grass in between it, you know, (laughs) the little squares. And Tyler's like, yeah, we're going to work out out here. And I'm like – well, I'm looking around. I'm in a gated community. There's I-8s and BMWs, his AMGs. And I'm just like, and we're doing this on cement with grass in between it. And we're working out playing ones. And I, I remember sitting there thinking and watching him. I've seen this kid play since he was 12 years old, 11 years old. The last two to three years from his senior year through Kentucky and now, I've never seen anybody take jumps in his game like he's doing right now. It was, it was ridiculous. I don't want to talk about the one-on-one games anymore, so don't ask me. No, I – well, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you about the games, but you saw him in between, like, between between the regular season and the bubble. And during the regular season, he was a great rookie. I think, he, what, he's second team all-rookie, all which, like, people were hating on it's last a night. a joke How- right now. Is a joke. That man is but, first team, if not rookie of the year. Go ahead. Sorry. But he, he was – so clearly he wasn't, like, insane before the bubble. And then he gets to the bubble. I think he averaged 17 in the eight playing games. And then obviously since the playoffs started, he has just been, like, on a tear. He scored 22 last game, 37 last night. So he, he made, like, a crazy jump between, yeah. like, that two or three months where they were off. I don't remember how long it was. And you, and you got to spend some time with him. Like, were there certain things he was focused on? Or, like, why, like why, why did why, – you see it sometimes first-year, second-year players. It seems like he got it in three months instead of between two years? Like, what, what was kind of things that helped him get there, you think? Well, first of all, the thing that's helped him jump these levels so quick and, you know, what he did at Kentucky and what he's doing now is the fact that he is the most confident person in the world. I mean, look what the hell he wears. you got to be pretty confident to throw some of the stuff he throws out. You know what I mean? And I know it's Dior or whatever, but damn. I mean, he wears whatever. And his confidence, all jokes aside, goes onto the court every single night. He plays – like he's playing in a backyard or in that driveway, whether it's in the bubble in the NBA or whether it's in, you know, Madison Square Garden. He does the same thing. And he's been doing it all the way up through his career, all the way up through his career. His confidence uh, sets him apart. It's ridiculous. Do you have a certain time when you were younger where you, like, remember his confidence and you were just like, damn, like, that's a different dude? 
<laughs> okay, now this, for the OG Subject to Change podcast listeners, they've heard this story from Tyler himself. But when I realized like Tyler is on like a different level of confidence and like almost like a goofy level of confidence was when me and him, um, I want to say it was going into our like sophomore season of high school or maybe junior. We just came off two big high school years. Uh, both of us played well. We went down to Florida after the season just to get away um, with family and stuff. And in this hotel, there was a weight room and I'm like, okay, you know, we're in high school, you know, time to really start taking our bodies seriously. I'm going to go lift weights. So I went down and got a, a weightlifting workout in and uh, I said, Ty, you coming with? And I figured he would never pass up an opportunity to work out, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, to do what? We going to shoot? I was like, no, we're going to go lift. And he's like, lift? Shit, I'll lift when somebody can guard me. And I'm pretty sure he's stuck by that his whole time. I don't, he must not be lifting. He must still not be lifting because nobody can guard him out there. Celtics are having their way. He's having their way with the Celtics right now. That is amazing. Yeah, he's just like, well, he probably doesn't have to win, honestly, as long as that, that jumper looks good. He did it every way he could possibly last night. At this point, I would take Tyler Hero over Lamella Ball if they were in the same draft class this year, if I could pick one to start a team with. And that is crazy for me to say. Kid doesn't need to lift. He's the most confident person ever. He's wearing do-rags. I mean, last night was different. And uh, last night, I'm so happy for your boy. Last night sealed the deal for me. I mean, we should we should do a revote because a couple things got me tight. LeBron's MVP and Tyler's the rookie of the year. If you got issues with that, my DMs are open. Let's talk. Seriously, I mean, I think this bubble and how weird of a year it is, I would love to see a revote on everything. No disrespect to John Morant and everything he's done. He definitely is deserving of it. But what Tyler is doing right now is really, without Ty last night, how close of a game that is, the Celtics win and tie it up 2-2. Without Tyler, Heater in bad shape. Heater in bad shape. So I would love to see a recount. I couldn't agree more. Tyler, right now, you take any young player – I say you build around them. If they listen, if anybody out there is listening to the full episode that we have dropping today, we talk a little bit about more comparing Ty to like a Clay Thompson type guy and why you would build around him opposed to some other big time names. Now, I don't know. Crazy. I'm excited to see what he does the rest of the series because like he said in the post game, it's 3-1. A lot of teams in the bubble, you know, the Nuggets have proved that doesn't mean anything. So excited to see these next few games and hopefully he can close it out. Yeah, a couple more games, or one or two more games in this series, and then probably against the Lakers in the finals. Um, I don't think he's going to slow down, so I'm, I'm hyped for him. Let's go. Yeah, no, I uh, I talked to him last night. I said, uh, seems like your career high is based on how many chin hairs you have. So I, he has 37. Me and him count them before every game. He's got 37 chin hairs right here. So I'm hoping one grew last night, maybe even two, maybe even three, and we can get a 40 rock from Tyler Hero in this coming series or two. So excited to see Tyler Hero do his thing. I love my boy, my best friend. Uh, Want to see him kill it. And really excited to see a 20-year-old in the finals. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, that's your boy. And that's why I was very respectful when I opened up. But, like, Zion is once-in-a-generation type player. Like, he will he will dunk on you. He gets to the basket. He, he still only has one mover. He's, like, going left drops up into the left and going right to, to and just hanging in the air for an hour uh, once he becomes like a good player. The, the thing with Tyler and, and I, I think that the same as Clay, like you mentioned, like Clay never really got the chance to be like the guy, right? I don't and think like he I, wanted to. 
Yeah, and I think that'll end up happening with Tyler too. Is like I don't think we'll ever get to see either of those guys on their own team get billed around and see and see what happens there. Right. Look, if Tyler's peak is Clay, that's a Hall of Famer, and that is insane. And I think that we would both sign up for that right now. No. Um, and I think the Heat would sign up for that right now. On the Heat team specifically, I think that they would rather have Tyler. Like Zion is insane and so good, but like I don't know. For a rookie to come in and be scoring double digits and to be hitting like consistent threes, I think he's shooting forty percent or close to it. Um, for the Heat, like there's not a there's not a better fit. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's it's a good conversation to have because a probably won't ever happen, and b there's two very very different players, and people don't make those comparisons quite often. But all right, let's uh, let's shift gears here. And that was the corniest thing I'll say this entire podcast because we're I knew about, that this was going to happen. I we're mean, about mask. <laughs> the one time we talk about NASCAR in my whole entire life, and you make it the worst thing possible. Let's shift gears into NASCAR. I feel like I'm on like some like I'm sending it to a field reporter at the Talladega 500, which would be you. I'm sending you out. But Michael Jordan just signed Bubba Watson to his NASCAR team. He's the one and only person on the team at the moment. Pretty wild that Michael Jordan just feels that whether it's tennis, whether it, because he is in tennis, I believe. Is it, is it Federer? I'm pretty sure that's his guy in tennis. I have absolutely no idea. You look like you would wear Federer shoes just around, because I think they made a lifestyle shoe, a Jordan Federer cross. Like okay, it's everyone, you can like say a lot of things, but to question my style in comparison to yours is, like, that's just not even close. Well, I mean, Federer's shoe kind of looks like K-Swiss, and I would assume that you ran around in K-Swiss. Okay. I, will, I will take a lot of slander and a lot of people messing with me, but when it comes to style and what I wear, I know for a fact that I'm, I'm all good there. So thank you, Jordan. What are you still wearing, Tim's every day? I'm wearing socks with sandals. <laughs> I'm wearing socks with sandals. So I, I have no room to talk about style or anything like that. But let me okay, you know, Bubba the, Watson. The MJ stuff. Yeah. He starts a NASCAR team. This guy is like the best. He started with Denny Hamlin, who's also like, he's like one of the best racers ever. I, I did do a little bit of research. Uh, and he, he's there signing Bubba Wallace, who obviously like has been awesome because he's been great for, you know, a predominantly white sport um, to be African-American and to be able to, to compete and be really good and um, stand up for a lot of issues and change a lot of things going on. That's where I, th- I think it made a lot of sense for MJ to get involved. I know he's been trying to make a change. Um, so it, it's, special and great in that right but like the actual nascar side like mj is just gonna build like the coolest car ever right oh it's probably gonna be like matt black with a big jump man so i'm excited to see it i've never watched nascar in my entire life i don't know if i ever will but if there is going to be a time i watch it it's going to be because the basketball relation michael jordan's found a way to take basketball and everything that he's done for that sport and just like he's got hands in every single area of sports in general. And I think it's really cool because like you said, we're pushing a sport forward that I don't think anybody expected to be pushed forward from a social standpoint, you know, to see this and where it's going to go. It opens up the sport for a whole new Avenue of what their culture could be and look like. And now you, you saw them ban the Confederate flag at all NASCAR events, big step forward. And I think Jordan sees that and he's like, all right, this is an organization you know, that NASCAR wants to move in a direction that is going to be parallel with everything we're doing in the world right now and the change that you're seeing. So I love it. Super excited. I don't know Jack about NASCAR other than they turn left a lot, 
And I hope to see Bubba win. I, I'm, I'm rooting for him 100%. He's got my support. Do, do you think MJ being like the competitive, just like freak that he is, just being oh, like, get, get me the car right now? <laughs> no, he's, but he's going to be at the races. I don't think anybody around him would let MJ get in a car. But, uh, and race for that Cigar, car. he's going like 600 miles an hour. He, it, I, he is going to be as competitive as it gets. They probably shouldn't let him down in the pit or whatever the hell it's called. That's the extent of my knowledge. They shouldn't let him down there because there will be screaming, yelling, maybe fights because he's going to want Bubba to win. And he's going to do everything he can, 100%. It's going to be nuts. I like it. Do you think overtime should get into NASCAR? Should you get into some, some car stuff? Thinking I mean, about I could, it. I could probably learn. Sure. I could learn how to drive. No, no, not, not you. You would no, get like. No, me. Put me, in, put me behind the wheel. I'm ready. If overtime gets their own driver, I'm saying it right now. We want a one-on-one race against MJ's team. They even do That's that. Point that we're, just making, we're just making shit up now. I didn't think they put some up. money on the line. Throw it in a charity. Okay, okay. And make it happen. Our car will look better. I guarantee it. <laughs> I love it. Did you see uh, – did you – way off topic, but that's how my brain works. Did you see Shia LaBeouf? Do you see all this stuff about him? Our producer, Spencer, keeps posting it everywhere and sending me videos and pictures of it. I mean, all I know is from him from Holes. Wow. That's all you know him from? What wow. else was he in? Once again, uncultured in the media world, as you would ex- like not expect Tom to be, but he's just super uncultured. If anybody out there is listening to this and you want to watch a Shia LaBeouf movie, he produced, he wrote, produced, directed his own movie, Peanut Butter Falcon. And it's one of the more like crazy name, whatever, but it's one of the best movies I've watched in a long time. Super heartwarming, all that, but it's the realest stuff. Shia LaBeouf off this uh, Fast Times at, what is it? Ridge, Spence, help me out. Ridgeway High, Ridge – I always mess Fast up. Fast times at Ridgemont High. Ridgemont, okay. And Doesn't he just do a lot of drugs? What's that? He might. I mean – He has issues. We're not saying he's perfect, Tom. Yeah, sorry we can't all be like you, Tom. He's only one of the best actors of our generation. Didn't he do something with Megan Fox? What? Transformers, yes. And they dated. What? No, they didn't. Yes, they dated. There was like a thing. She's got the weirdest case. This was back when Jordan McCabe was like dribbling around on Ellen, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you're stupid. That that was that time and dribbling around on Ellen or not, braces or not. (laughs) Megan Fox Fox was the biggest crush that I had and everybody else my age and probably still has. We all hate Machine Gun Kelly because he just snatched her up. He said, I'm going to do rap and rock and I'm going to date Megan Fox. And I'm going to, you know, wear pink. He's just doing way too much for me right now. It's ridiculous. If I met Megan Fox, like, I just haven't gotten a chance to meet her. I think that she would be interested. Really? Anyways, I need, I've been meaning to ask you, right? Ellen is the worst person in the world. And, like, every time she has a guest on, like, apparently she's really rude to them. Did she do anything to you? Or were you just, like, a little kid, so she was nice to you? Yeah, well, I was I was eleven, so I don't I don't know if that was part of her thing. Uh, she wasn't like, time. "Get out of here, you little freak." <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't do that. Uh, she didn't like you know, kick me or anything like that. This kid, it, it, this kid looks like a rat. Get him out of my face. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing right now. I'm just wondering if that's what she said. No, she never said that, Tom. She was a very nice lady to me. I don't know what's going on in her life or what's. Uh, I, Wayfair, I don't, 
I, I don't want to, like, something's, I don't know, weird. Snoop Dogg just got here. Put Jordan in the basement. Well, Aaron Rodgers was on the same episode. What? Oh, it's like a Wisconsin thing? Pretty dope. I don't know. They just, like, wanted to. I love Aaron Rodgers. He's starting to become, like, a human now. He used to be, like, kind of a robot that wouldn't speak to people. But now he's, like, starting to come out and, like, just be like, look, guys, I am the best ever. Was he dating Danica Patrick? Speaking of NASCAR, wow. Shit they broke up. Damn. They broke up. Well, it just proves that sometimes a breakup can make you a better guy. Right, Jordan? Yeah, rip, rip in peace to Danica and Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully he uh, finds a way to perform this season because I need him to. We are 100% Super Bowl bound. You can, you can put all the money you want, put the house on it. Packers going to the Super Bowl this year. But, oh, God, yeah. Yep. Shout out to NASCAR and shout out to Shia LaBeouf. Shout out to Shia LaBeouf. Definitely my favorite human right now. Favorite people, like you have your favorite person at the moment. How often do you change? Like I change like every like four days. Like my, that's my favorite person in the world. Shia LaBeouf's always been up there, but it's not somebody I would just like say off the top of my head just because, I mean, yeah. I don't know. it's whoever's in that. Mine's new- Griffin Johnson. Griffin Johnson, the TikTok kid. Yeah. Did you see what he did? Do you feel weird admiring a 16-year-old, 17-year-old kid? He's like 22, all right? I like – I like – I like – I don't feel like that weird. TikTok, I know, but what did you he – Do you know do? what he did? I don't know. Did, uh, did, did he uh, – I don't know. Wop dance? Okay, so he used to date Dixie. Dixie D'Amelio, Charlie's sister, but Dixie, Dixie's famous in her own right. Sometimes I just want to be happy. She's got the good song. Anyways, they were dating. He, like – supposedly cheated on her but it turns out maybe he didn't he just asked for toe pics on snap you do that right have you ever asked a girl for toe pics on snap i'm a foot guy but i don't go that far okay he snaps on toe pics question mark dixie took it as he was cheating on her he got absolutely canceled you don't mess with the d'amelios right we've learned that right okay she starts dating his best friend noah beck or not dating they're hanging out they're like they're they call each other besties yeah i've heard that one before um I got a lot of friends. Okay? I was going to say, you've heard that a lot because a lot of girls are like, yeah, meet Tom. He's my bestie. And then you had the wingman for him at the bar, huh? That was super. That was across the line. I want to take this time to apologize for the, for the attack that just occurred. Let's just take a moment. All right, let me finish my story, all right? I'm sorry, Tom. Go ahead. I'm Wrap it up, buddy. What did you say? What did Spence say? Wrap it up, buddy. All right, well, Griffin Johnson, he came out and he made a song and he absolutely just attacked Dixie and his best friend, Noah Beck, who's now her best friend. And it was just savage move. He was like, I don't care about cheating. Spencer, who has gone through his fair share of breakups, has had it on repeat all week. He told he had a text from him that he's been listening to it like thousands of times. So I just want to give a shout out to Griffin Johnson and say, stay strong, buddy. All right. That is a lie. I do not listen to whatever, whoever this is. But that Shia is a LaBeouf lot. Is, that is such Shia a lot. is my, my favorite human. I don't know what Tom's talking about. So. God, the, just another reason that Spencer's my favorite. God, it's, it's, it's getting to be too easy. But hold on. Let's, before we get off on any other TikTok news that I don't care about, I say it's time we bring in Kyrie Walker, get back on basketball. Let's talk about some stuff that matters here, people. What do you say? Sound good? Let's do it. Brown Kyrie. Let's do it. Kyrie, what's going on, man? How you been? I'm doing good, man. You know, just working out every day pretty much and just, you know, getting to it. 
So where are you at right now? You're not – you say you're out in California San, somewhere, right? San Francisco. Yeah, this is a, our, our little bubble. That's what they have us at right now. Okay, so you say you say us in a little. Who is us? Uh, the guys that are doing the NBA program with me, the community uh, community BX program with me. So, uh, so we just in here. We got our own little homes and situations. So, we, you know, we separated from a lot of people. So we just you know, like in our bubble type of situation. I got you. Got you. You got like one gym. You you all go to and work out. Yeah, yeah. We train, play, all that. Got you. So you guys got a couple guys in your camp that are separate. This isn't the same thing that Isaiah and them are doing with the G League, right? Uh, kind of in a way. Like, you know, they have, like, we have, like, we have our players and they have their players, something like that. Like, it's kind of similar. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's roughly just a little bit similar. So, yeah. So you guys are all, like, whether it's Isaiah Todd and all them, Jalen Green, you guys, Marjan, you're you're all working for one goal, and that would be – what the 2021 NBA draft, correct? Yeah. Okay, I got you. So you're just kind of playing it by ear. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, a couple months from now, you're just yeah. Because they pushed the draft back, so I don't. So I don't know when our draft will be. So I'm. Yeah, so, I, so I don't know when the 2021 draft will be. So I'm just you no know, working out. You no, know, we go train in front of scouts and you no know, do this, that, and the third in front of them, and just you know. Just from there, then we're going to find out when we start and whenever yeah. that picks up because we don't know. Uh, I see they, then I see they talking about they're going to push the guy back again. So I don't really know. So I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just playing it by ear, honestly. Have you talked to any of those guys in this year's draft? Because that draft keeps getting pushed back and everything. Uh, I talked to Vernon Carey. Me and Vernon, we play 2K together. So me and Vernon talk a little bit. Josh and Nico, Josh Green and Nico Manning. We talk a little bit. Uh, it's pretty much shit that I talk to those guys that I really talked to in that 2020, uh, that 2020 draft class. And they're not going to get to play games forever, so they're just, like, working out, getting ready? Yeah. The guys, you know, everybody doing the, you know, what you know what we've been doing. Guys are working out and stuff, you know. Yeah. Probably a couple of scouts come in and watch. That's pretty much it, I believe. So, talk to Melbo a little bit about it. Yeah. If you had to say you play 2K a lot, if you had to put a bag right down with $1,000 in it, and who would you choose for your opponent that you're guaranteed winning a thousand dollars? Pretty much anybody or somebody? Tom, I'm whooping Tom's ass by far. Oh me? Tom, you're you're terrible. I'm I'm pretty sure you're you're terrible at the game. I, I would I would double down. I would throw my money in if we're playing Tom. But, 100%. Like I stream on Twitch. Everybody, if you want to go on my Twitch, Kyrie Walker one Twitch. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Go look at the Twitch. I'll be streaming all the time playing games, talk about anything, all that in the third. But, yeah, Tom, I would just show you. I, nah, I stream. Here's the thing. I don't claim to be a gamer, but I, I can mess with it, but, like, I don't claim to be. Jordan spends 10 hours a day playing Call of Duty or Fortnite. He's See, like, that's terrible. my rate. Like, Fortnite, terrible. Jordan, I don't know why you play Fortnite anymore. I don't I play just, Fortnite anymore. Don't listen to me. That game is terrible. Now, COD, you're talking my language. You can play that game. You can play COD. Yeah. So, if you're if you're streaming on Twitch, so you, how long you been doing that for? Uh, I've been doing this since I've been here. I have so much free time. We work out, and we got to be in the house. It really, we really can't go nowhere. So I just, just start streaming. I like, you know, it's hard. You know, we it's hard to do things. You know, we got to work out, go from the gym. Yeah. You no, know, go from my other stuff, and then come home. We really can't do a lot of stuff because we're going on. We don't want to get sick or nothing like that. So we've been like, you know, I've been in the house, and I just got my little stream set up, and I just stream. So it, you know, it's it's crazy to me 
because you are among, I don't know, 10 to 20 guys I follow, like Tyrese Halliburton, a kid I grew up with. Uh, all these basketball players seem to be doing the same thing, and I, I love it. I don't know, like, twi because of COVID or whatever, Twitch has seemed to be the place everybody's going. Now everybody's streaming. Do you watch any big-time, like, uh, 2K streamers or just streamers in general? Yeah, I watch a lot of big-time uh, big streamers. Um, come over with my friend. Uh, we, I get a chance to play with him. I come in there streams and say what's up, and we just talk. Um, it's cool. Like, like, I realize, like, the guys that play 2K are terrible in real life. But, like, the guys – but some are. Like, no offense. Like, no offense, no offense. A lot of people that play stream are trapped in 2K. What about flight? How, how yeah, much? I, that's exactly what I need to know. So, okay, so me and Flight is going to play 101. Like, whenever we get a chance to go back to L.A. Like real um, basketball, me, not 2K. Right. No, like real basketball. Me and Cash Nasty's, me and Cash Nasty going to play. Uh, like those guys, they want to, you know, we gonna, they want to play, so we're going to set it up. And I'm going to be Flight like 21, 21 0. Be cash like twenty one to two. He might score two points. Yo, I love flight, but he is trash at basketball. No, flight got better. Like flight really got better. He working. He been working out hard too. Then yeah, he got a lot better. I I watched this man flight play Mikey Williams. It was literally like I wanted to scratch my eyeballs out. I was like, there's no because this whole hype about flight, 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 and I'm like, I've never watched any of his stuff because I don't really get into that side of streaming or YouTube videos, reaction stuff. Uh, but I watched him, and the effort it took him to score, I think it was like one bucket to Mikey's 60. I've never watched somebody work harder for that one bucket. <laughs> you, I was going to say you better not give Flight a single point in that 21-0 to zero game, not a single point. I'm telling you, I'm telling you it's going to be bad. Uh, I've been playing the whole game over a year, so, like, it's bad for a lot of people that haven't seen me play. But, like, people that see me, like, work out in an open gym, they were like, okay, well, now we see why you didn't play. Or, like, we see you get better throughout the years. But people that see me, they're going to be like, okay, bro, that's, like, that's shocking. But people that see me, they're going to be like, all right, you know what? He's up to something. Yeah. No, I, I noticed that about you, and that's why I love Mikey also, is, like, you don't care who you're playing. It's, like, like Mikey went 100% at flight. It felt like I know you would do the same thing. How did you start talking to flight? Like, where does that start, and, like, what what's he like? Well, I was, like, I watched flight, like, before, like, you know, back in, like, when I was just – just a regular hooper wasn't into like YouTubers and doing all this other stuff. I was just watching Flight, and he was a funny guy, like raging and stuff like that. And I, over time, I was like, I follow him on social media, and I follow him back. Um, they're like from there, well, like you no. Know, uh, and then I think me and Mikey was me. Me and Mikey are. It's funny because me and Mikey always talk about how he's be screaming, and you know, with like one time we we tagged. You know the Irish Spring Green, like the uh, the bar. Yeah, spring. Yeah. So, so yeah. Mikey had tagged me and flight, and I reposted. And he like was laughing, and like, he laughed. He was like, "That's super funny," and he like spammed it in my DM. It was like, "What would uh?" So does flight like I don't know enough about him. Does he does he play two K? Does he stream that stuff? Yeah, he streamed two K. Would you would you put a thousand on a game between you and flight? I don't know because flight get lucky. Like he'll hit something. Like he's a lucky guy. <laughs> Like, Fly is a really lucky guy. You don't want to play him in Flight June. Would beat you in 2K. No, I don't think he would beat me in 2K. No. Like, Kevin? we're talking about regular – we're talking about team matchup. I don't think so. Yeah, no, just three three randoms, uh, three randoms, whatever. You're, you're saying – If we're talking about, like, if we're talking about like, not... NBA teams, I'm going to let him pick my team. I'm going to just, just violate him. 
You would let right. Flight pick your team on 2K and you would bust his ass? Because I know he, he's going to want the Warriors. So it's like, it doesn't even matter. You can have the Warriors. I'm just That's going, fine. you know what I'm saying? I get the Lakers or something. Player. Yeah, I get. I go get the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Pull LeBron out the one, you know what I'm saying? Just then go crazy from there. You wouldn't put Giannis on your team? No. 80s better than Giannis. Speaking of All facts. right, here we go. Here we go. We're getting on a brass tax. This is I'm just team. saying it's on it. So you're saying Anthony Davis is better than Giannis? Facts. A two-time MVP now. It, no, 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 no. He wasn't supposed to win that. Everybody supposed to know LeBron supposed to have won that. And the way Giannis went out, he went out sad. Respectfully, though. I got respect for all NBA players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all respect. We, yeah we know that, of course. I respectfully. But, however, LeBron puts out one there. LeBron puts him one there. Respectfully. Okay. Is there an argument that LeBron could win most valuable player for the last 20 years? Because I honestly believe he could. Or however long he's been in the league, he is it's, the most valuable player in the NBA every single year. But I feel like but – they, But they look for – I feel like they look for something new. You know what I'm saying? Like, they look for something new. They look for something young for carrying the next generation. So, I think that's a, what they do most of the time. But I think a lot of people was upset because of the way Giannis went out sad. And, like, that caused, like, the, that caused the, like, you know, fuel to the fire. Like, oh, Giannis got it because, you know, but a lot of people were like, he shouldn't have got it because how he went out sad against the Miami. That's a fair point. That is a very uh, fair point. AD went out the same way when he didn't have LeBron on his team. Whoa. AD. That doesn't – no, 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 no. AD had a good team. But Giannis, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear nothing. AD, you can't put them – you can't put them two in the same category for the same team. AD on that Pelican team, what he had, Drew Holiday, he had uh, – Boogie, Rondo. Boogie got hurt. Don't count. Rondo. Yeah, Drew Holiday, Rondo. Who else? Okay. Like, we can't <laughs> We can't remember the rest of it. We can't remember. But Giannis, he had a good team. Like, it's different from like, – you got to think about he – the Pelicans played the Warriors. During that time, that was a championship team. Curry, Clay, Draymond. I believe it was uh, Harrison Barnes on that team. Uh, David Lee, I think, was on that team during that time, too. Uh, he was on that team. Then you turn around, Giannis got Chris Milton, Eric Bledsoe, uh, Lopez, Lopez brother, both of the brothers on the team. Um, you have uh, Matthews. You have uh, – uh, who like, the team – that team is full, so it doesn't matter to Giannis when I'm sad. It's just the fact that – the way he went out, yeah, tweak injury, yeah, ankle, that's in a, that's bad. But you're down, you you got caked on. That would make it worse. He got yeah. what? He got hold he on. Got this. He got caked on. No, he got caked on. Like no, caked on. Like oh, I thought you said caked on. I thought I was about to learn a new vocabulary word. I'm like, I don't no. know. Like, excuse my language. You got to believe he got shitted on. Yeah, that's fine. We're good. He we got shitted. No, he had, he got shitted on that. It it was just. I thought that, I honestly thought it was gonna be like a little bit more like a. Uh, I thought it was gonna go to Game Seven, but when I seen it did it, I said, "Yeah, it's bad." Could you outshoot Giannis right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got a, I got a burner, and you know what's funny? I got a really got a burner. I actually could shoot. Shout out to my boy Phil Beckner. Uh, that's Damian Lillard's shooting coach, which is one of my. It is my shooting coach. That's a good pick right there. That's not a bad pick. But you're Jordan, saying you have that confidence too. You're a shooter. Can people outshoot you? I mean, if we're talking about, like, five spots and I get ten shots, 
I don't know many people who are going to, like, just no defense step into it. Yeah. I, like, we talk about nothing. Like, no defense, I'm going to knock it down. I've been working. I've been working hard on the jump shot. I worked all hard junior year to where the jump shot got where it needed to be. And I so did my senior year. Shout out to Phil. Phil, we broke, Phil broke down the, the method. Shout yeah. out to my boy Phil Beckner. He's a great shooting coach. Well, if you're you know, doing anything like Lillard is doing, you just keep doing that. But yeah, that's out shooting Giannis. That's that's yeah, a big you know, thing. Like Jordan, you just start letting, letting me uh, be your shooting coach. Absolutely not. I've never Tom. seen a jump shot in my life, Tom, and I don't think I ever Jordan, wanted Jordan, didn't you tweet something stupid during the game also? Like, we already know that Kyrie said Giannis isn't as good as AD. What, you tweeted something stupid also, right? I wasn't stupid. What did you say? I said, I'm going to grow a unibrow. After I watched that, I was motivated. Yeah, that was stupid. You know, the, the, you one-upped Kyrie. Listen, okay, first of all, Kyrie's got a great argument, and I think I do too. The unibrow is the way to go because if you embrace the, the ugliness, like I, I, I'm going to cut, like just shave my head. I might even go bald and do a unibrow, just try to get as ugly as I possibly. Ugly dudes can hoop now. I feel like... Like, when you're less worried about what your hair looks like, you hoop better. And you're less worried about taking care of your unibrow, you hoop better, obviously. Anthony Davis had 30 in a game winner. I think it's a fair argument that unibrows should come into style. We're in a weird year right now. I think all would be nice and smoothed over if we're all just like, yeah, I'm done trimming my unibrow. I'm going to just let it rock. I don't know. I don't know. I was motivated. I loved it. No? Nothing? You don't think so? Not not a good look. I, I'm shocked what he's like eight years in the league that he hasn't shaved it yet. Like he was cool when he first came in, but no, I just don't know. no, he can't shave it. Can't shave it. It's just look it like, you, like when you're when you play in the league so long, there's a certain look that you have that you really can't change, you know, and people will be like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like people yeah, like, Oh yeah, that's the unibrow, you know what I'm saying? And he embraces that, he's like and they respect him for it, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. Yeah. I love Hero. That's my boy. Uh, we play play against each other. Um, actually, it's funny. I play against <laughs> I play against you, and I play against Hero in the same game. Yeah, it was a great game. We're not winning. Um, oh no! When? When? First of all, it was a Milwaukee, New York to LA. We played against Wisconsin League. Yeah, Dream Vision in the backcourt. Yep, yep. That was a big game. It was. It was. I just. It was going into my sophomore year. I was just a, I was a freshman, going to my sophomore year. But I remember it was like, yeah, hero, this, hero, that. So I'm like, hold up. Then we got our point guard was like, okay, it was like, it was hype. I was hype. We just got done playing Gary Harris' team. I played for the Denver Nuggets. We just got done playing his team. So we was like, all right, I'm hype. We ready. We go in there and we smack him around. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, 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 hold on. Smack him around. Smack him. We smacked you. We smacked you. You can't you smack us. No, you did not, Kyrie. Give me your side now. Okay, hundred percent. We can go look at the highlights. Look I don't even team. know. I don't even know if it's true that they won. To be honest, you know, I'm not even sure if that's. We true. won that tournament. All listen. All I remember from that tournament was going in playing Dream Vision. Yeah, yada yada. They got this kid, Kyrie Walker. Blah blah. blah. He comes in. They're like, oh yeah, he's just a freshman. He's just a freshman, and all of a sudden. You walked in the gym. I immediately went to the tournament director. I said, this dude needs to be tested for PEDs right now. Right now. That is not a freshman. That kid's 285 pounds. There's no way. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. I, I was like, I think I weigh like 225 now. I was like. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said that. 
no, but I do remember. I'm like this the this kid. I don't know what kind of like. Uh, we were smacking everybody that weekend though. I was Ray we were smacking everybody. Stuff were on, but I do remember being like something ain't right here. Something doesn't smell right. I don't like this. But it was. I, gotta, I remember the game. It was a good game. I well, guess say you beat us. Maybe I'm not sure. No, it's no. It was a guarantee we beat you. I don't know. No cap. We beat you. Okay. No cap. Uh, Wait, but. Jordan. You were going into your junior year, Jordan? Uh, was that my 17? Yeah, it might have been. 17, you? So, Kyrie, you said you knew about Tyler. But did you know about Jordan? I knew about, Jordan, Jordan, like, I knew about Jordan, too. Like, I knew about both of them. Like, growing into it, I knew about, about all of them because I remember I played Tyler my eighth grade year. I put, always played up. In the, always played up. That's why everybody was like, oh, he's super old. This, that, that. I always played up. So, like. Eighth grade year, I played seventeen U. Yeah. Eighth grade, all right. Then I went from I went to like sixteen U to straight to seventeen U. Like I played like one sixteen U game, had a good game. They were like, okay, we're gonna push you right to the seventeens. So they pushed me right to my seventeen. Eighth grade year, we played. I forgot who we played. I think we ended up playing like Wisconsin playground, or what? Not Wisconsin playground. What's what's whatever the uh, the EYBL team was out there? Playground elite. Um, yeah, playground elite. Right. We ended up playing them in like the bat gym in Vegas. I remember Tyler coming down. He's cooking up. Hezzo pulls, Hezzo pulls. I'm like, damn. I go out there. He Hezzo pulled me. I said, damn, okay. You got it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Went down there, got me a bucket, came back next position. Hezzo pulled cat. I'm like, all right, you know what? Give it a ball in the corner. No. I was in the corner. Boom. Spot up. Boom. Hit it. You, you know, are, but, you are remembering a lot of things from like six years ago, Kyrie. You better yeah, be because, spot on on this. Know, I'm watch you know, I, I, play, I play guys that are pros. Cause you know why? Cause you can't. You don't forget some of the stuff that you like. There's a lot of stuff I don't really care about. Right. Like, you know what? Forget it. Yeah. But there's some things that I will remember. Do the Nuggets get another game? Let's be honest here. Do they get another game? Nah. That's that's the game they. That's the game. What? It only takes. It only takes the Lakers one game for them to understand. All right. Yeah, we gotta step up the pace. I noticed that. Play. They play Dame. They play Portland. One game, first game, everybody was gassing it on Twitter, this, that, social, you know, next thing you know, blowout. Yep. Rockets, first game, they lose. Yep. Uh, people was like, oh, this, that, and the third. Next thing you know, blowout. Now Denver got one game. Now it's going to be a pattern. I see a pattern. I knew Denver was going to get at least one game. I, I don't think it would have been a sweep, uh, sweep, but I knew Denver would get one game. By far, I think they would get one game out. That's the game they win. Now they got a lot of confidence, but Brian and them are coming with a lot of more like, okay, we ain't gonna make sure the same thing happened like game three. For like, you know, they played Dwight Howard more. He's been playing really good on uh on Jokic and he's just been doing really good on him. And like I noticed that I've been putting Brando was taking uh was taking cookies yesterday. He was oh, yeah. sitting in he was sitting all up in what? We talking about he was taking his cookies for yeah. sure, you want the best and that's when they came back. They was up twenty nine. They made the lead down to like four or five. So, so, so you, got, just, you got you got a four one Lakers win that series. Yeah, four one. Now I got yeah, I got four three Celtics, then Lakers and Celtics. Okay, let's talk about that. Does the East is super young? They're still super young. Jimmy Butler. Let's go going to six. What'd you say? Celtics, Lakers in 4-2. I got 4-2 Celtics versus uh, Celtics versus 
Lakers. Lakers in 4-2. I think Lakers sweep in the finals. Man, I don't see it. Who would you compare yourself to, Kyrie, in the NBA right now? Or 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 a guy who's maybe been out of the league? Uh I get I get a lot, so I'm gonna just run down what I heard. I hear okay. Tyreek Evans, okay. body frame, size, yep. height, Tyreek six seven, I'm six seven. Uh me too. Yep. James Harden, um, body type, play style. I, you know, this is what I hear. Like, I see I, – I hear Harden because both big guards. That's yeah. how I picture Um, They said I got kind of like a Harden type of game, Donovan Mitchell type of bounce, uh, Jalen Brown. Um, That's why I hear. For sure. Yeah, Jen, I can get Jalen Brown a lot. Uh, Dad and Tyreek Evans. Yeah. I get that really, really often. Then people are like, oh, you look like Diamond Mitchell. You kind of play like Harden. But I, but, but recently I've been hearing, I heard Jalen Brown. Yeah. No, I like that comparison. That's good. I heard that, I heard that not too, no. They said you both, what, Jalen Brown, maybe 6'8", maybe. Probably just a little bit, maybe a little bit taller than me. Explosive, could shoot, could dribble, play defense. You know what I'm saying? They say yeah. you're, you, you could be just like him in NBA. I said, you know what? I start paying attention to what he does on the court, you know, start noticing like certain things he does, how he does it, what situations he get in, how he plays greens. You know, I just watch the guys that, you know, try to you know they say I look you know, try you know, look what they do. You know what I'm saying? See my see try to see couple the type of game I would play, you know, get when I get to the league. Give me Kyrie Walker, because I love everything you're doing, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you. No doubt. Thanks for jumping on, bro. We'll talk soon, okay? All right, folks, that was Kyrie Walker. He's taking the Celtics coming back from down 2-0 to win the series in the East. And he's saying that Anthony Davis, from what we heard, is head and shoulders above Giannis. Uh, Interesting take. Let us know what you think about that in the comments, and we will see you next week. Make sure to follow all the socials. Myself, Tom, subject to change pod, more importantly, is on Instagram. We're almost at 200 followers, folks, and I appreciate all 197 of you. I'm sorry I don't post enough. I have some things I do during the day. I will get better. I love you guys. Peace and love. Go Heat. What? What, Tom? Then go Heat. Go Heat. Go Ty. Let's get it. All right. See you all next week.